Welcome to the Manifestation in Motion podcast. My name is Sophie GW and I'm a Law of Attraction and Manifestation coach. I went from rock bottom with nothing and no purpose to living a life beyond my wildest imagination. And now I want to show you how you can do the same. Are you ready to level up your life? Do you want more romance, wealth and happiness? Then what are you waiting for? It's time to start living the life you want and make those dreams a reality. The aim of this podcast is to help simplify manifestation, making it accessible and easy to apply to your daily life right now. Get ready, your life is about to change. Welcome back to another episode of the Manifestation in Motion podcast. If you are new here, I'm your host, Sophie GW, and I have completely transformed my life using the law of attraction and manifestation, and I'm here to show you how you can do the same. If you'd like to know a little bit more about my life before the law of attraction and how I discovered it, then season one, episode one is a really great place to start. And if you're new to manifesting, or even if you are a seasoned manifester, I do have a manifesting 101 guidebook. It's completely free to download and is the link is in the show notes below. It has some really key information to what the law of attraction is, and it has some visuals. I think podcasts are great for absorbing information, but there is no visual aspect. And some of the things I talk about are visual. So I've popped them all together in this little guidebook for you. So if you want to refer to that, if you're a visual person, then that's a really you know great place to start. You can print it out and kind of do the exercises and, and work through the guidebook that way, or you can use it digitally. Um, and like I said, it's really great for people who are brand new to manifesting and also people that have been doing it for years. So that's available for you. You don't need it necessarily, but it is a really great kind of tool to use alongside these podcast episodes. These episodes can be listened to in any particular order. They aren't really flowing from one to the other. It's each one is very much standalone. I like to share different you know, tools and techniques and different experiences in each one. Some of them I will refer back to a previous episode and I'll tell you, you know, what that episode was about and where you can find it. Um, But it's not necessary for you to listen to them in any kind of order. So if you feel drawn to one episode over another one, then that's exactly where you should start. The only thing that I do say is that we're all guilty of reading a book or taking a course or listening to a podcast and taking in the information and learning, you know, what's being shared, but then not actually applying it to our lives or applying it to the situation. And it's something that I've noticed from clients that have come to me or from people I've spoken to that listen to this podcast. And it's something that I've done myself personally in the past. I have read almost every single Law of Attraction book that is out there. And for a really long period of time, I was really knowledgeable about the Law of Attraction, but I wasn't actually applying it to my life. So nothing was changing. If you're here and you're wanting to change something, which I'm assuming that you are, because this would be an odd podcast to listen to if you didn't, 
fruit, then you need to be applying the tools and techniques that I shared and you need to be doing the doing. And it's about consistency and repetition and not everything works for everybody. But if something resonates with you and you think, okay, I could do this, I could apply this, then you need to go away and apply it with that kind of consistency. And in doing that, that's when you're going to see the big shifts happening. It's really easy for us to listen to this podcast or take a course or whatever it is we're doing and then not actually apply it and then walk away and go, oh, well, that didn't work. And I would really hate for you to miss out on this opportunity when you are obviously open to it in some way because you're listening to a podcast about it. But it's really just essential about you, you know, applying what it is that you hear and learn and what resonates with you and just that consistency and repetition are key so that's my preach of the week over with it's been a really busy week um a really lovely week but it's getting to that time of year now if you celebrate christmas you'll know exactly what i'm talking about particularly if you're a parent it's there's just a lot going on. I've got activities and birthday parties and, you know, lots of Christmas things going on. I need to arrange buying gifts and, you know, wrapping things and just organising food and plans and all of that kind of good stuff. And normally I feel like I'm a little bit ahead at this moment in time. And I don't know what's happened because I've been feeling Christmassy since October. Like I'm the person that was like listening to Christmas music in October. And it's almost like I've just missed a step of getting organised. I'm feeling a little bit overwhelmed if I'm honest. And I've got all of that to do and I've got the, you know, the school play needs a costume is is a snowflake. Which, you know, that's not an off-the-shelf costume, is it? Like, what am I supposed to do for a snowflake? Um, I'm also not very arty. So, you know, creating a cardboard snowflake is just not going to happen. So, um, anxiety over that, firstly. (laughs) Why he couldn't be an elf or... um, What his friend is a snowman. Why he couldn't be a snowman. Um, Or his other friends are robbing. Again, off-the-shelf costumes would be ideal. He's a snowflake, so I am going to have to figure that out at some point. That's on my list. I (laughs) have to book um, a hair appointment, which is going to be a nightmare now because I'm, you know, I'm close to the wire. I don't know if that's going to even happen. Um, And just loads of other things that just need to be done. I'm feeling really overwhelmed with it because... I'm just not ready. I don't I don't know what my kids want for Christmas. They are they're both like of an age where they're just like, oh, I don't know what I want. Which is frustrating. That's not helpful in the slightest. Um yeah, so I've just got a lot on. So for me personally, when I feel like this, when I feel overwhelmed, when I, I step back and look at it, it's because I, I'm not organized. So I just feel like there's just lots to be done and I've got no plan of action. And I feel like just getting organized just really pulls it all back together. So for me, when I feel like this, I write a list of all the things that need to be done because otherwise they're just kind of popping in and out of my brain and then I'm like forgetting about them. So making a list of what needs to be done and then just starting the list. There's a great quote and I can't for the life of me remember who it is 
that says it. If I can find it, I'll put it in the show notes. But it's when the pressure's on, start. And I really, really live by this because I used to be the kind of person that would have like masses of homework and I'd leave it to last minute and then I'd feel really overwhelmed with like, where do I even begin? And the key is to just start, like start anywhere, but just start. And once you start, you kind of gain that momentum and you gain that flow and it just goes. So when I have a list like this and I'm like, okay, where do I start and what do I need to do? And there's just so much to do, it's just start. So just pick something and go with it. So that's what I'm going to be doing. I'm calling it Operation Christmas this week, where my focus is on pulling that together because it's giving me anxiety and it's it's not creating a very good energetic feel and vibrationally, that's not going to be ideal. So I know for me, I'm an organised person. I need things to be organised. I need to feel like I've got a grip on them. I'm a little bit of a control freak. I like to feel like I'm in control. And when that control's taken away from me, there's like an element of panic. You know, for some people, they're quite spontaneous and they quite enjoy that. Like, oh, we're just going to do it on the fly and it's just going to work out. I'm really not that kind of person when it comes to things like this. So that's what I'm going to be doing, Operation Christmas, where I'm just going to feel like I'm ahead by the end of the week, the goal is to feel like I'm a little bit ahead of the game, like I've, I've got it under control that even if everything isn't done on the list, which it won't be, that I am just a, I'm more organised and I've got a little bit of an idea of what's happening. But it's been a really great week this last week. Again, we're starting to do those kind of Christmas activities and there's like festive things going on and it's lots of fun. And just had a really great weekend with you know my favorite people and that's just good for the soul and I mentioned this in a couple of podcasts back where it was about just doing things that light you up doing things that bring you joy and trying to find those moments that bring you joy because energetically it's an investment in your vibration it's an an investment in how you feel and I didn't have the greatest start to the week last week lots of things were going wrong and I was just in this like energy of like everything goes wrong, everything go- is going to go wrong, everything is going wrong. And as a result, everything was going wrong. And I had to really just step back, take a deep breath and go like, is this life threatening? No. Does this really matter in the grand scheme of things? No. Is it frustrating? Absolutely. But can we just move past it? And I just you know, took a deep breath and, and I released it. And one thing I did do was... I sat down with my journal and that's the topic of today's podcast is journaling because it's a tool I talk about a lot to journal and I have a couple of free um, guides and principles to to different kinds of journaling on my website sophiegw.com if you are interested because journaling is a really great tool when it comes to manifesting and one of the things that I guess get asked a lot is like, how do you journal? Like, what am I supposed to do? And people will get their, you know, journal, they'll buy a new notebook or a new journal and whatever it is they're going to use. And they've got a new pen and they're sat down and they're ready. And then they open the page and they're like, okay, now what? And I can really resonate with this because I was very much the same. It was like, 
what is journaling? Like, what even is it? Like, how do I use it? The only kind of journaling I was really aware of before I discovered the law of attraction was just kind of documenting your day. You know, like the diary of Anne Frank, for example, she's documenting, you know, her life in um, the form of a diary. And I'd kept a diary like on and off as a child. So that's the only kind of journaling I really knew and I was very much asking well how does that help you manifest because I'm just documenting what's happened and you know how's that going to help me manifest what it is that I want and what I'll say about journaling is there is no right or wrong there is no method that is the correct way and there is no method that is the wrong way and if you sit down with a journal and you just start writing and that works for you that is perfect for you so firstly you can't get this wrong so you know any hang-ups you have about you know am I going to do this right is this am I doing this right I had one client that was like can you read my journal entries and make sure I'm doing it right and I was like I don't need to because this is your journey and if that's what's happening for you and that's what's coming up for you then that's exactly what you need to be doing it's not something that needs to be kind of graded and marked and it's just a personal experience so I want you to just take a deep breath and just release any hang-ups about there being a set way of doing this. I'm going to share with you some different techniques that you can do for inspiration, like if you're just completely blank when it comes to journaling. But know that whatever it is you're doing at the moment or whatever it is that you have in your mind as an ideal is perfect. There is no wrong way to journal. It's very much what comes up for you. So one of the things you can do is dream journal. And this is often what I'll do if I am trying to manifest a particular thing or a particular feeling in life. And I will, and and what I will say is when it comes to journaling, for me personally, I really enjoy meditation. So I'll sit in a meditation before I journal to just clear my mind and to just bring all the energy back together and to just kind of get in the right headspace and the right mind space. Now, you might not be a meditator, so that's absolutely fine. But what I really would recommend is sitting in, you know, a quiet area, you know, you don't want to be journaling in the hustle and bustle of life. So, you know, on the train, on the way to work or at dinner time when your kids are, you know, having that witching hour, you want to really see this as a a method of self-care, as a moment for you to yourself where you're not going to be interrupted, where you're not going to be distracted. So, I would really recommend, and again, no wrong way of doing it. So if you do want to do it on the train on the way to work, you do you. But personally, I would really recommend somewhere where you can really focus on what it is you're going to journal because that's going to be quite an important aspect of using it to help you manifest. So if you're not into meditation, you know, take yourself off to a quiet area sit with yourself and sit with your thoughts and really just allow yourself to be centered with your journal and with dream journaling I like to 
write like I would in a, a regular everyday journal document in my life. But what I am journaling is the dream version of events. So I'm, I'm referring to my future self, but I'm writing in the present tense. That's really important. That's a really important key that I really would recommend is writing in the present tense as if you are that person. And when I'm dream journaling and I'm writing about this dream day that I've had with this dream life, I'm I'm talking about myself in the present and I'm really leaning into feelings and emotions, not just events. So it's not, I did this and I did that. It's, I did this and it felt like this. And, you know, and it felt like this. And I'm really leaning into those emotions. And when I'm writing those emotions, I'm taking a moment to really try and feel what those emotions feel like. So, if the emotion is excitement, I'm really leaning into excitement and what that is and and how I really would feel if that scenario had actually happened and what it would feel like and leaning into the feeling of excitement. Now, if you're the kind of person that really struggles with emotions and feelings, particularly when it's not actually happening, then you can sit back and and think, okay, so the emotion is excitement. And then you can kind of go through your memories of a time when you felt excitement before. So maybe a birthday party when you were younger, maybe a Christmas when you were younger, and really lean into that memory and really kind of try and pull out what that emotion felt like. And then you can borrow that emotion from that memory and attach it to your dream journal if that makes sense. So if you're the type of person that really struggles to feel emotions that aren't happening right now, you can kind of go into a past experience and I call it borrowing. We're going to borrow that emotion. So we're going to lean into it and feel that memory. And then we're going to attach it to this dream journal entry. So that's dream journaling where we talk about and we document what would happen if we were living our dream life right now, if all of our manifestations were already true right now, what would that be? What would it look like? What would it feel like? And really absorbing into the moment. This is why it's really important to not be disturbed and to not be distracted because you really want to go as deep as you can with it. So that's dream journaling. Another kind of journaling is kind of a brain dump if you like where you get out everything that you're feeling now this kind of journaling is really great for manifesting because what it does is it is a way of you expressing and removing emotions and vibrations that are no longer serving you so this is really great if you're going through a bit of a rough time at the moment so If you imagine you're going through not the most pleasant of time, sitting down and dream journaling right now might seem like a million miles away from reality. You know, when life isn't the best, it can be quite hard to be dreaming about what the best life would be like. And sometimes it can feel a little bit frustrating to be writing about all the things where life's easy and life's great and life's wonderful when life really isn't right now. So, if you find that dream journaling isn't for you because you're not 
having the best time, you can journal in a a more productive way for you in that moment, which might be, you know, getting out exactly how you're feeling and the vibrations that you're feeling and use the vibrational you know, scale to really identify where you are. Again, that's in the Manifesting 101 guide as a visual for you. But really identify kind of where you're vibrating. And then from there, that might be enough for you and that might be as far as you can go. Because if you're having a really, really rough time of it, the last thing you're going to want to do is to try and make it a positive. You know, when when someone's had a really awful day, there's nothing worse than somebody trying to like turn it around and like put a little bow on it. No, thank you. I just need to feel these emotions right now. So if that's you right now, then just getting it all out onto your journal is plenty and that's absolutely fine. Um, It happened to me the other day. I was having like a really, um, not a bad day, but I'd had like um, a few things had gone wrong and I was frustrated and I was like annoyed that it happened and that was the feeling that I was feeling and I was just feeling it. And my husband was like really trying to like push me through the emotions and I just like snapped and I was like, this is how I feel right now and I'm entitled to feel this way. You need to allow me to feel this way because this is what I need to be able to move forward and I'll feel this emotion and then I'll move on. But whilst you're like pushing me, as if I'm not supposed to feel this emotion, it's not going to help me. And he was trying to help the situation, but it wasn't helpful for me in that moment. So, you know, if I'm going to suggest that you look at what it is you're getting out, if you're going through a rough time, and if all you can do in that moment is just kind of document it down, see it as a release, you know, you're getting out those emotions and you're getting out those feelings and that's fine but if you can if you feel willing and able to kind of look at what it is that you're feeling and then try and identify what the opposite to that would be so for example when I'm one of my hardest limiting beliefs to crack it's one that I'm working on all the time is you are not enough right? So for me, I am not enough. I am not enough. I feel that a lot, um, which will be surprising to some of you because um, I really am working on it, but I do often, when things are rough for me, the feeling that I am feeling is I am not enough. When something goes wrong, it comes back to that feeling of I am not enough. When someone lets me down, when um, I get when I have bad, a real trigger for me is like bad service. Like if somebody speaks to me poorly or someone treats me bad, it's a real trigger because I just have this feeling of it's like I am not good enough for them to speak to me correctly. I'm not good enough to, you know, be treated properly. And it's this feeling of I am not enough. So for me, when I am journaling, this kind of brain dump kind of journaling, a lot of the times what will come out for me is I am not good enough because that's how I'm feeling. I'm feeling like I'm not good enough. So what I'll do in that moment is if I feel willing and able to is I will look at statements that come up and and the big one is I am not good enough. And I will then see what's the reverse of that. What's the opposite of that? And I'll create affirmations around that and then I will 
again sit in a meditation if that's appropriate and I will just repeat that and repeat it and really lean into the belief of it and just allow myself for a moment to pretend that it's true even if I can't get on board with accepting that it's true I'll pretend that it's true for a few moments and see what that feels like so that's really a good way and that helps your manifestations because it helps you push past limiting beliefs it helps you push past that low vibration and, and move more into a higher vibration and it helps you move past stuck vibrations you know when we get stuck in those low level vibrations because we're having a rough time of it by working on that element of it we can raise our vibrations which then makes the situation better so that's a really great way of journaling also and like I said there's no wrong way of journaling so if if you're using a different technique that I haven't mentioned share it because you know it's really beneficial for us all to try new things for sure and um lots of different you know methods of journaling um but finally the um the third method of journaling that I find really useful when it comes to manifesting is um gratitude journaling I mentioned on a previous episode how important gratitude was the attitude of gratitude when you're in a state of gratitude you cannot be in a state of lack often we're stuck in a state of lack and that's why we're not manifesting or we're not attracting the things that we want because we are in a state of lack but when you are in a state of gratitude you cannot be in a state of lack and therefore that's a really powerful position to be in so this is really great for whether you're having a rough time of it or you just feel like you're stuck gratitude journaling is one of the most powerful types of journaling and types of manifesting in general because it's combining that gratitude element with journaling and I also think that just as a side note journaling is great because you are just reaffirming something so when you reaffirm something, you make it stronger. So when you have a thought, so a belief is a thought you keep thinking, right? So when you have a thought or you have a belief and we want to affirm it, this is why I say write your affirmations down, is by putting it into a text form, by putting it into a written form, you are reaffirming it. And it's just an extra layer of sending to the universe that this is the truth. So when it comes to your gratitude or when it comes to your dream journaling for example writing it down is really powerful because it's just reaffirming it to be true so not only are you thinking it not only are you saying it out loud you are writing it down it's just an extra layer of you know reaffirming so when it comes to gratitude journaling just this is a really great one to just kind of sit with the page and just allow the words to kind of flow like whatever comes out let it come out and you know you can start yourself off with like I am grateful for and just write and write and write and just whatever comes up whatever you feel and just get in this kind of state and this gratitude flow and when you're in that flow and you're just literally like writing and writing and things are just coming into your brain and you're just getting them out onto the paper some of it won't make any sense and that's okay you know like I said to you this isn't a 
an essay that's been marked and graded, this is for your eyes only and this is completely personal and unique to you. It doesn't need to make sense to anybody but you. But when you're writing and you're in that flow and just the things that are coming up and you're feeling and it's, it's emotive, it's a really, really beneficial way of journaling. So there are three different journaling techniques for you to try you know, whatever you feel resonates. But as I said, no right or wrong way. If you have a a method in your head that you want to try, or you have something that you um, want to um, try, then, you know, go for it. You do you. This is very much your journey and it's unique and individual and there is no wrong way. Key things to remember are to try and stay in the present when you're writing. Try and stay, uh, even when you're dream journaling, you're you're writing from a present point of view. Um, If you've had a bad day as well, you can always write, rewrite the day as if it went in the way you wanted it to. So if you can't quite get on board with dream journaling because you feel like that's too out of reach, you know, talking about what your dream day would be like, but it's so out of reach right now because you're not there yet, then just rewriting your day as it happened, but making it go the way that you wanted it to go, that can be really useful. So for example, say that, you know, you got up in the morning and you went to catch the bus and you missed the bus because you were running late or the bus was early or or whatever it was. When you would rewrite your journal, you would write that you, you caught the bus. You know, and if you went to your favorite bakery and they had sold out of your favorite lunch, Instead, when you're writing in your journal, you go to the bakery and they have the lunch that you wanted. And you could lean into it even more and go and, you know, they offered you a discount. So if dream journaling is too much of a reach, then you can go there and lean into that. And um, what I would say as well is if you're doing the brain dump journal, what I would say is don't dwell too much on the feelings and emotions that come up that are negative. Um, don't allow it to, you know, spike you into feeling frustration and anger about it or, or, or sadness or whatever it is. You want to be seeing that kind of journaling as a way of releasing the emotions from you, not tormenting yourself into reliving them. So you have to play around with these methods. You have to see what works for you. And, and it's really about listening to yourself and listening to your feelings and emotions and, you know, flowing to what feels good and what feels right for you. So give journaling a try. I love to buy a new journal and a new pen whenever I'm, you know, I'm going through my journaling phase. Um, and I only use it for journaling and it can be used for all the different methods of journaling, but I only use it for journaling. And again, it's for my eyes only. No one else will ever see it. No one else uh, is going to grade it on markets. No one else's business. And you can write complete nonsense. It doesn't matter. It doesn't have to make sense. You never even have to reread it. Um, and that's another thing. If if for you personally, you don't enjoy rereading it or reading it back, then don't. It, there's no rules. It's entirely up to you. Um, but if you're doing a dream life journal, you may, may want to reread that, you know, and, and incorporate that into your repetition every day of like, I'm going to reread my dream day and I'm going to feel it and I'm going to just play around with that and, and see how I feel. 
So have fun, have a go with journaling, see how you get on. Let me know how you get on. You can message me on um, Instagram. All the details are in the show notes below, but I love hearing about what people are doing and how it's working for them. And, And also if you have any questions, feel free to reach out. But thank you so much for listening and I will see you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If what you heard today resonated with you in some way or you just love what this episode was all about, be sure to let me know by leaving a review on iTunes so I can bring you more of the content you love. Between podcast episodes, why not be further inspired by following at underscore SophieGW on Instagram or visiting my website SophieGW.com where there is a whole host of free resources and blog posts to help you on your manifesting journey. And if you want some additional support and community, why not join my free Facebook group? Just search Manifestation in Motion on Facebook and request to join. Until next time, happy manifesting.